Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm excited to talk to you today about neediness. Essentially what I'm going to be sharing with you is how to drop neediness and become more attractive in your relationship if you are being too needy because this can actually drive your partner away. This is particularly true if you're trying to save a marriage. The more needy you are, then often that can push the person further and further away if the relationship is on the rocks. So I'm going to be sharing with you how to overcome the top five signs of being too needy, give your partner the space, and increase your attractiveness. Sound good? Excellent. You see, neediness kills passion and attraction in a relationship. And don't get me wrong, we all want to be cherished and desired in our relationship. That makes us feel good. But being needed and pampering to a lover's insecurities does not feel good. I'm sure most of us here have acted needy in times in our relationships. And I'm sure most of us knows what it feels like to give everything in a relationship and it not be reciprocated. Many men and women hire me to support them to win back their wife or husbands. And this is often where the, the husband or wife has said that they want a separation or they're actually physically separated. And what I notice is that the people wanting to win their husband or wife back are literally so obsessed with it and so focused on it and so worried about trying to make every single move right and pampering to their spouse's every single need that it's actually not working, it's actually counterproductive. So the first thing I tell them to do is to stop. Stop trying so hard. Being needy only pushes your spouse further away. The same goes for showing how much you wouldn't be able to cope without them. You may think that you are showing them love by demonstrating how much they mean to you, which is important that they know that you care, but neediness repels them further away. And there are two ways that I see men and women try to fight for a marriage. One of despair, where fear takes over and a husband or wife is driven by this neediness, or the second, where the spouse acts with dignity, purpose and positivity to get their marriage back on track. And that's what I really focus on, positivity, purpose and a real strong way to get them back by becoming more attractive and by working on your inner reality, creating more love inside of you and more attractiveness inside of you to catch them like a magnet. And that's what I do. Anyway, so I'm going to be sharing with you today these five signs. So number one is you're too available for them. You may have lots of things going on, but you will drop anything to be with them, where you may put your plans on hold or say no to friends or family in the hope that they may be available for you. We want our partner to be part of our world, but we don't want to be the centre of their whole universe. So it's important to focus on your own goals as well. I've worked with countless men and women where they've put their friends, hobbies, even work 
on the back burner in case their spouse might be free or might want to do something that evening or that weekend. And we'd be far, far more attractive when we lead our life in our direction, when we have a purpose, when we know what we're doing, when we have a focus, and we invite them to come along for the journey. Or we say, look, I can't do that, but let's do this, rather than just dropping everything for them. Because, again, it gives off that energy of neediness. The second one is communication too much. Sending thoughtful messages once or so a day is sweet. It keeps the relationship alive. Texting what you're up to every 10 minutes or needing to chat whenever you're bored is not really a good idea if there's no reciprocation and there's no enjoyment. Neither is getting annoyed or upset if they're not chatting back quickly enough. You need to make sure that your communication remains like a dialogue. And if it's like a dialogue, then that's fine. But if it's a monologue, and otherwise they're going to feel like it's a chore to interact with you rather than a pleasure. If they associate communicating with you as a negative, then it definitely won't help you in reviving the passion and desire. So I hope this is making sense. Essentially, your husband or wife needs to know, or girlfriend or boyfriend, partner, needs to know that you're not afraid to be without him or her. And if they feel suffocated, they'll want their space back. The moment that it seems like they have to spend time with you to keep you happy, they feel obligated and create a bit of distance. So you, you want them to miss you. You want to create some distance. So fill your days and activities with things you enjoy. And not only will they value your time together, you'll also have more things to talk about and become more interesting and attractive when you've got your own things going on, you've got your own life going on, you're having fun, you're positive, you're enjoying life then someone thinks, oh, wow, they're enjoying life, I want to join them in life, rather than, oh, they can't cope without me, they're really negative, that's not going to attract someone back. And these are especially helpful if you're trying to win them back. So with the communication, really make sure that it's a dialogue. If it feels like you're the only one communicating, then just leave it. Or if you can sense a bit of agitation, leave it, because... We want communication to be positive, definitely. The third sign of neediness is you need constant reassurance. There is so much banded about the importance of self-love these days, but very little guidance on what exactly does self-love mean and how to show it to yourself. David Rico in How to Be an Adult in Relationships is one of my favourite authors, and he sums it up beautifully. He says that self-love is actions that you take for yourself in three areas. Actions that you take for yourself to be happier, actions that you take for yourself to be healthier, actions that you take for yourself to grow personally and spiritually. And throughout your life, you can ensure that you're always looking after your happiness, your health and development, and you will attract wholeness, keep attractiveness, and your need for reassurance will lessen. If you're constantly seeking validation from your partner, not only will you always be disappointed, but you'll run the risk of really pushing them away. So if you're constantly looking for acceptance outside of you, the best thing to do is to really stop. Most of us grow up with a fear of not being good enough, or we develop this belief as we get older. And we need to really work on that and let that go. If we don't believe we're good enough, no amount of someone telling us will help us. So the key thing is to know is that we create our reality from the inside out. And if we don't feel love on the inside, if we feel low on the inside, if we feel negative on the inside, 
if we feel that we're lacking, that there's a lack of love, then we try to look that in our partners, we try to look it in material things, we try to get it from whatever we're trying to get it from, then we're actually missing the whole point and we're acting in a way of lack and that's just going to create more lack to us. We need to actually awaken our love energy, we need to be love, we need to open ourselves to the, the love that we are and feel good inside and then we'll attract good things, good things in our relationship, good things externally. And if you want to hear more about that, then join my webinar, my Relationship Secrets webinar. I'll put the link with this podcast show because this there I'm really going to be teaching or whoever wants to, to show up how to awaken your love energy, how to attract your partner to be more kind, loving and caring. And it's so powerful. Literally, it transformed my relationship, transformed my life, in fact. And I'll be excited to, to share that with you. Number four is do whatever they want. Whenever my boyfriend used to ask me what I wanted to do on the weekend, I would always reply, anything you want, babe. I was too passive and I didn't want to make the decisions that he may not enjoy. I was afraid if I made the wrong choice that he would say no and that we wouldn't spend any time together. In my experience, having thousands of couples now, the strongest relationships are where both the husband and the wife make decisions on what to do on the weekends and holidays, where they both share their opinion and make decisions. When you assert yourself, you demonstrate self-confidence and attractiveness because self-confidence is attractive. And then the fifth is, have you lost yourself outside of the relationship? Often when couples get married or have children, they stop seeing their friends, they stop doing hobbies, they stop being all parts of themselves. And this causes immense pressure in the relationship because if we stop taking action to make ourselves happy and we try to fill that void by demanding more attention from our partners, this leads to disappointment because we cannot rely on our lover to fulfill our need. The biggest reason for divorce is unmet expectations. So if you expect each other to be your only source of happiness, then it's going to cause a lot more of resentment and tension to the marriage. If you lost your way, find it again. Start engaging in activities that bring you joy and you'll really notice the difference. The happier you are, the more varied your life is, the stronger you'll feel, the more attractive you'll become. So really know the difference between giving, which is what we all want, and bending over backwards. In summary, one of the essential ingredients to a passionate relationship is admiration. It's important for husbands and wives to admire each other. If your attitude about yourself and towards yourself is that you and in your life doesn't count as much as them and their life, then it's likely that they could adopt that attitude about you too. And when a spouse loses respect, they automatically lose their desire for closeness. So respect is really important and you can lose respect by being too needy. In essence, if you want to give the impression that you choose to be with him or her, not that you need to be with him or her, then it's going to be good for the relationship. So they perceive you as an equal partner and keep the admiration alive. I have seen men and women win back their husband or wife when they stop the 
these things and they really start self-love. So every day when you wake up, focus all your energy towards becoming the ideal version of yourself and then share that gift with the person that you decided to be with. Share that gift with the person that you really want to make your life happy with and watch that unfold. And there are various other things that you could be doing that are really needy and you know what they are. So just take a step back. Just stop doing some of these activities. Obviously it's a bit scary because you might think, well, if I don't push for affection, I'm not going to get any. If I don't push for more love, I'm not going to get any. If I don't push for this. But actually, all that does is drive them away. So it's not positive to have affection when you've asked for it, to have sex when you keep, 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 keep asking for it. And you want to not be needy and attract them by focusing on you and awakening your love energy. And as I mentioned, I do talk about this in my podcast and webinar. So check out the other podcasts and also join me on my webinar, which is actually around 90 minutes of me talking about how to really have the loving relationship that you've always wanted because we all set out with a dream of what we hope our relationship would be like and I'm going to show you exactly how to get that in your life. So I'm excited. I'd love you to join me. Whether you do or you don't, just wishing you a wonderful week ahead. From my heart to yours, take care. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion and happiness. 